and welcome to another teaching by 119 Ministries. Our ministry teaches that the whole Bible is true and applicable for our lives today. If you would like to know more about what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope that you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. Genesis 1.28 And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Genesis 1.28 can be a source of debate. It clearly states that man is to be fruitful and multiply. But linguistically, is it a command? Some would argue that it was a command from Yahweh even at an individual level. Yet others would argue that it was simply a blessing. So which is it, a command or a blessing? If it is a command, then what about all those couples who can never have children? So today we're going to cover this topic and look at what was specifically written in the Tanakh. Our goal will be to attempt to understand the plain meaning. Genesis 1, 27-28 so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. In this verse, we see that Yahweh first blessed the man and woman. The very first thing Yahweh did for us was to bless us. Is that blessing related to being fruitful and multiplying? Is the be fruitful and multiply a blessing instead of an instruction? The Hebrew words we are focused on are parah and rabah. Both parah and rabah are verbs. Genesis 1, 20-22 And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds, according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them. Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. The context of this blessing is only water creatures and birds. They were also told to be fruitful and multiply in the context of this blessing. In this way, it is precisely what is also said to man. Can birds and fish distinguish between a blessing or a command? Not too likely. However, birds and fish certainly do procreate and increase upon the earth. A key difference between them and us is that we are able to discern between a blessing and a command. Genesis 8.17 Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, birds and animals, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, that they may swarm on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. Yahweh instructs Noah after the flood to free the animals from the ark so that they may be fruitful and multiply on the earth. Noah cannot cause animals to be fruitful and multiply, yet it is said directly to Noah. Genesis 9, 1-7 and God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. 
The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth, upon every bird of the heaven, upon everything that creeps on the ground, and all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. As I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. And for your lifeblood I will require a reckoning. From every beast I will require it, and from man. From his fellow man I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. And you, be fruitful and multiply, increase greatly on the earth, and multiply in it. We also see that Noah and his sons were blessed, which once again followed by being fruitful and multiplying. Genesis 17:20. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and multiply him greatly. He shall father 12 princes and I will make him into a great nation. Once again, the blessing is related to being fruitful and multiplying. Genesis 28:3. God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you that you may become a company of peoples. Once again, the blessing is related to being fruitful and multiplying. Genesis 35. God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padan Aram and blessed him. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. No longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and company of nations shall come from you, and kings shall come from your own body. The land that I gave Abraham and Isaac I will give to you, and I will give the land to your offspring after you. Then God went up from him in the place where he had spoken with him. Once again, the blessing is related to being fruitful and multiplying. Genesis 48. And Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at loose in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you, and I will make you a company of peoples, and I will give this land to your offspring after you for an everlasting possession. And now your two sons, who were born to you in the land of Egypt, before I came to you in Egypt, are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine, as Reuben and Simeon are. And the children that you fathered after them shall be yours. They shall be called the name of their brothers in their inheritance. As for me, when I came from Padan, to my sorrow Rachel died in the land of Canaan on the way, when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath. Yet another issue presents itself here. If Yahweh commanded all peoples in Genesis to be fruitful and multiply, then why does he himself make the children of Israel fertile and multiply as a blessing to them? Either the Genesis 1 account was also a blessing, or it is a contradiction. Leviticus 26. If you walk in my statutes and observe my commandments and do them, then I will give you rains in their season, and the land shall yield its increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Your threshing shall last to the time of the grape harvest, and the grape harvest shall last to the time for sowing, and you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land securely. I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. And I will remove harmful beasts from the land, and the sword shall not go through your land. And you shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. 
Five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall chase ten thousand, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. I will turn to you and make you fruitful and multiply you, and will confirm my covenant with you. In the context of being fruitful and multiplying, we are presented with an if-then scenario. If Israel was to walk in Yahweh's commandments, then Yahweh will also confirm his covenant with Israel, one of those being Yahweh making them be fruitful and multiply. Therefore, it cannot be a command to all humankind in Genesis 1, and yet conditional to Israel. In addition, it is Yahweh stating that it is his promise to make us be fruitful and multiply, meaning it is a blessing. When all is considered, we can see that when Yahweh blesses and says, be fruitful and multiply, it is not a command. Being fruitful and multiplying is a blessing and something Yahweh promises for his people that follow in his ways. Bringing this into the New Testament, or Brit Hadashah, we see that Paul says it is okay to not be married, as not even Paul was married, 1 Corinthians 7, 8. To the unmarried and the widows, I say it is good for them to remain single, as I am. Now, Paul is not encouraging not getting married. He is simply saying it is both good to be married or unmarried, depending on one's situation. If it was a command to the individual to be fruitful and multiply, then Paul would have certainly been violating the Torah by offering his opinion on it being acceptable to remain single. In examination of both the Tanakh and the Brit Hadashah, we find that being fruitful and multiplying is a blessing Yahweh afforded his people for being faithful in his ways, and it is something he does for us. We hope that this teaching has blessed you. And remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.